The Christian Andriacchio case was prematurely closed by authorities, but many questions remain. Come behind the curtain and follow private investigator Sheila Waisaki as she uncovers the truth about what happened to Christian. This is Without Warning. On the last episode, you heard collaboration between Cassie Coleman, Benny DeBose, Jay Arrington, Gypsy Ward, Tony Green, and Richie McAllister. A meeting was held on July 1st at the Meridian Police Department. Were the collaborators there to help the Andriacchio family? Were they there to figure out how the investigation got botched or... Were they there to cover up their mistakes and get on the same page to cover up yet another case gone bad? Christian Andriacchia's case was the subject of the meeting. The power players in Meridian and Mississippi all in one place discussing Christian. The meeting speaks for itself. Jay Arrington spent the meeting covering his actions and agitated that the Andriacchios have sought outside help. Cassie Coleman concentrated on what information was at the police station, in the evidence locker, what communications were available that had been between the Andriacchios and the chief. Of course, Cassie Coleman keeps saying there isn't new evidence, a ridiculous statement. Why Richie McAllister is involved in the meeting is perplexing. This is the same man who was caught on tape saying he was going to have to piss on a kid's memory. Tony Green, the director of the Public Integrity Unit, being part of the conversation is invaluable. His belief in his role, the role of the AG's office and the Andriacchios speaks volumes. He said they don't dance to the Andriacchios. Isn't he supposed to protect the public from people like himself? Gypsy Ward was the investigator of the case. She also presented the case to the grand jury, an investigator that presented to the grand jury with evidence that had nothing to do with Christian's case. Was she trying to skew the results so they wouldn't proceed? This group of collaborators appear to be covering their actions, slamming the Andriacchios and their efforts instead of helping a family in need. Listen to the conversation. Decide for yourself. Would you want this group of collaborators in charge of your son's case? I left off with Cassie Coleman saying to Jay Arrington that he was being confrontational, which, of course, is laughable. This is part two of the leaked meeting at the police station. Well, I'm asking you. You're being confrontational. Okay, let's stop for a moment. Anyone, anyone think that was confrontational? Anyone. I am not a fan of a female doing that to control the situation. Yeah, well, I'm just saying. I mean, I'm when, just trying to when, figure out. Like, you hate Bilbo. I get it. But I, I don't know why I hate Bilbo. I mean, when I you got when, when you got cases where you want to indict because somebody's a good baseball player in high school, I, I don't know. Okay, I can't be held responsible. I, I got you, but I'm just saying that's what that's what was said. Robbie Jones' office is sitting in front of his desk. Bilbo said okay. on speakerphone. That's when it went to the AG's office because I was making up facts as I go. And again, I mean, I've never heard that before, trying to explore it right now. Sure. So at that point, do you think that is when Robbie rescinds the warrant? 
I don't know. I don't know about that. I'm just saying that's that's just prior to him kicking it off to the AG's office. To the best of my knowledge, that warrant that was rescinded was not rescinded until after Mississippi News or somebody got a hold of the story and found out that there was a warrant. Do we still have a warrant? That was the murder warrant that I was talking about. So the couple of warrant is still active, it just hasn't been entered in? That's the one that they have a copy of that says, it either says withdrawn or rescinded, I can't remember, because they just showed it to me. But like two days after it was issued per, I don't know if it's DA or... D something, I mean it's... There's not one? No warrant here. Okay. There's no warrant. No warrant? active in the system no warrant here no warrant active in the system okay there is no warrant um but chief like when they contacted you back in november what were your thoughts on why they were wanting to meet i mean do you feel same old same old they bring somebody in to tell us about this how they can solve the case present the case what we missed they always had an expert with them or an expert report Okay. They was talking about, I think, uh, I forgot the term, where the blood settled in his legs or something. There was a meeting in November with the Andriacchios. We have the audio of that as well, and it will be released. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, talking about that and... Was that the Knox bunch that had all that? The Knox bunch, the highly qualified experts in forensic and reconstruction of crime scenes, more education and knowledge than I believe Jay Arrington has. Nor did he ask. I didn't even know he went. Yeah, Bibbo went down there. During the time Brad T had it, he had to ask Brad T why he didn't get to go with Bibbo. But I've never had the opportunity to go down and talk to them about this case. We don't even have this but case. But I think you, you, you keep saying you never had the opportunity. The opportunity would still be there right now if it's what you wanted to do, but you've never asked to get. I mean, these are the questions you're going to be asked, Jay, and, and that's what I'm, I'm just trying to get you to understand. Like, you saying, well, I, I wasn't given the ability. That guy's going to say, my door's open right now if he wants to come and talk to me. Okay, can I go? I mean. It's not our case. Okay. That's that's my thing. I don't even know why we are we gonna what? take the case away from the AG's office or well, and that's why I was asking it? like was that their request to you that you reopen it because I, I mean that is what they're that's what they said to me is are you gonna reopen it and I'm like we don't investigate district attorneys' offices do investigate. They actually have investigators on staff. Who is she kidding or who is she talking to? But I'm not going to throw you under the bus and say, go talk to the police department and get them to, to do it. I've just said, if anybody were to bring new evidence, we I don't think y'all would turn it away. We wouldn't turn it away. I grew up with a saying. The saying goes, I can't hear what you're saying because your actions are screaming at me. Cassie is the poster child for that saying. We made it clear that that was what they needed in order to get it presented or something new. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what new stuff they supposedly bought us. As we sit here today, you don't believe they brought you anything new or anything that would warrant additional follow-up? No. 
If they have anything new, they bring it to us, they bring it to them. They said they said they bought no, it. No, I said I, I said did they need to take it to them. They got the case. But they're saying they brought it to you. Yeah, then Jackie will say lots of stuff, but I I'm understand saying, that, Jay, and well, that is why I am here is okay. to try to get an understanding of what is anything drop, okay. was brought. Okay. Say evidence Thank that's you. What's here. Yes, that's what it unless it says inactive. Where is it? Is the gun on here? The gun is inactive. It's inactive? What does that mean? It's showing that it's out at the lab. Oh, okay. And all the rest of the stuff is here? Mm -hmm. Including the jacket belonging to Whitley? Mm -hmm. Whatever. Okay. That's what Brad there said. He said you need to give back to the Andrachios. The jacket? All that stuff. I'm gonna get a jacket to and drop the other that goes that's Whitney's jacket. That's the copy she printed out Thank for you. you. So Well I mean I, I would like to take yeah, a copy yeah. of it. But you I guess what I'm saying is your meetings or interactions with them, do you feel like that that's what they're asking you to do is take it back from the AG's office? They met with us in November and they put it well, they put it off for about yeah, it ended up like December, time. right? I don't forget what the excuse was, but there was some reason why. But anyway, I don't. I guess that probably was their intention to get us to reopen it because uh, AG's office had already presented it. And you just essentially said, I mean, I didn't say if you don't have something new, then well, we, we had made we that. Do. We had said that before. Before you ever met with us, yeah. We had to have something. You know, I think MBI presented it, and that we would have to have something other than what they had—something different, something new—for Bilbo right. to open it back up. They, and and uh, the holdup, I think, in the whole process was that Bilbo and Jay did G Hall, and it never got presented. Well, and there's they actually they were blaming Jay, and then they come down here and blame Bilbo. Right. Oh, yeah. Well, and there is actually that same email. Which would have been, I guess, when Brad too still had it because the email was to him that they specifically say they're asking Bilbo not to present it to the grand jury yet because they wanted this other investigative group to come do some testing. That's when I think, Jay, you were talking about them doing that they went back into the apartment and tested it. And I don't know how long. I mean, that's obviously after Brad too is there. No, they did a test and while Brad too was still in charge of it. That's my point. I mean, in other words, it's, it's long enough that it's after Brad 2 has come back and done a sign the case. Mm -hmm. And I guess I felt like your request last week was for an opportunity to present the case again. Yeah, I'd like to work on that case some more and uh, go at it again. But uh, that's just me. Can I say something? Mm -hmm. But I want the chief to respond to that before we leave. I mean, because I'm not... But I always say that's his decision, not mine. The next man speaking is Tony Green, the director of the Public Integrity Unit. I don't need to say much because this man says the most outrageous things. What a scary thought to have someone like him in a position protecting the public. Obviously, he doesn't protect the public. This is all self-serving. I take something for the chief. Okay. So he can think about it. <laughs> He's giving you. I don't, I think it's sad that we're all playing fiddle to the tune of them drinkies. Mm-hmm. 
This is I've never out of thirty three years seen a group of people have all of us dancing to their tune to the media. That's not what we're all about. And they've played this out to the media, they've played us all against each other, all this back and forth. I don't know Bilbo. Now he's working for us. I don't know him. I don't see him. We got three hundred something people there. We don't see each other every day. I don't know the Enriquez. They've set meetings up, they piled in there with media and then they refused to meet. It's been a circus. It has. I'm so sorry about their son, whatever happened, I wasn't there. I've sent investigators, top notch, some of the best we've got, and spent months and hours and hours looking through this case, experts to review it. But I am a firm believer in this. Just because one group looked at it and found that it was deemed suicide, another group found and believed it was suicide, we presented all facts that we had based on evidence, statements, crime lab results, and that's what we presented. There was no personal, we don't know any of them. We presented what we had, and a grand jury made their decision based on what we had. I'm a firm believer in a new set of eyes. If that's what it's going to take, now I heard this, whoever this was outside here, say, we got new evidence, and then you asked them, well, is it evidence? Well, I don't know that it's new evidence, but we would like to assist. Well, we don't assist. We don't need the assistance of private eyes, but right. we would love to have whatever information they have. But they said, well, we, we, I heard them say they give it to y'all. They gave it to us, or they would? That's what they said. They turned it into y'all. That's what... They and, and I guess that's why I was asking Jake they, who they were and how the meeting got set up because yeah they, they the, indicated that they, they, they said at they, least attempted to give it to you and you said I don't have anything that's why I mean I'm just repeating you, you, you don't have any people in the hall out there yeah yeah when you were standing it was the first time I ever laid eyes on the day they just said the police department not you personally right. so I'm just saying this I talked to my boss on the way over here mm -hmm. I've been thinking about this and he's in agreement with me and we're not dumping it because we've done work. We've spent two years working this thing. So this is not a dump. We're through. We've done our due diligence, worked this case from one end to the other. There's nothing else we can do with this case. Our office is willing to turn the case over to y'all's office. Let a new set of eyes take it. Y'all want to work with this, see whatever these folks have got, so be it. We're not going to answer to them directies. We're not going to answer to this podcast, this media. We've never answered to it. We're not going to start now. This is between us. I love the line, this is between us. It is not between us. It is between the public. Thank goodness the media and the public is being put on notice about Tony Green and his thoughts about power and position. Just wow. Well, I mean, Tony, that's why my answer was, I mean, if you got something, send it. I mean, you know, if you yeah. found a golden... Don't go to the media with it. Right. Send it. Let yeah. me explain to you. And don't make us wait 16 weeks to hear what you found. Yeah. Let, let me explain to you how we set up the grand jury. We put every single report, J's, Bratus, MPDs, every single private investigator, we've done this in a PowerPoint, and they were able to go through every single case. 
what the PIs found, what the MPD found. We put all the text messages up there, and they was able to review all the text messages that was on, on all phones. There was nothing that we did not have in that box. We did not put a PowerPoint presentation, even stuff that we found, and was able to show them. Y'all have the geodata on their own swords yes. and cell phone. Okay. We presented all of that to the grand jury okay. in a PowerPoint presentation. Jesus. More or less, everybody's investigation was put out there, right. so it would even the PIs. Here it is. Y'all, y'all make. We were they say this is a cover up. Here it is. Everybody's out here. Y'all we did not keep sense. not one PI. We put Knox. We put Ardens. We put Max Hayes. There's not one that we did not put in a PowerPoint and show them. And the NBI turned their evidence over to you guys as well. We did not get any physical evidence from NBI. We got their file. Okay. But no file. physical evidence. We put their report in the PowerPoint show. Right. There was not one piece of thing that grand jury did not have an opportunity to see. We were very, very transparent. Gypsy, do you feel like they considered, and Jay, I don't want to misquote you, but our conversation last Thursday was the culpable negligence manslaughter, that your thoughts were because of them giving the gun back, allowing him to have the gun back, that that negligent act which led to his right. death, not that you didn't, you believe that he had the gun to his head, that he shot himself, but had they not given the gun back, Gypsy, that theory, do you feel like that was explored by the grand jury as far as like what culpability, if any, Dylan especially had for? We explained that to them and how that works. Okay. And that's when they said, well, that doesn't seem fair if this person says I'm going to kill myself and then three days later they do it. That means I go to jail. And okay. they didn't like that. So. But, I mean, you do feel like that that. Where you get to three days later? No, like that's. They were just trying to, you know, play the devil's advocate. Like, how does that work? Like, where is the cutoff? Yeah, so where's the cutoff to speak when that that comes? Because um, we brought that up. This is what it could be. This, you know, we presented it as a murder. This is what it could be, uh, as far as the couple negligence. And then they had questions about that. And like I just said, they were like, well, that doesn't, you know, what's the cutoff? How long are you supposed to save before I'm responsible for somebody else's life? So I don't know, unless. They've seen everything in the grand jury, so unless something come up today that's different than we showed them, I don't know what else you could do. And that was in October of 17? Mm -hmm. And to either of your knowledge, nothing additional has been brought or received here since October. No. And I'll tell you this, Chief, we agreed to sit down and talk to Ray and Todd, and we had a meeting at our office after the grand jury. Like, we were trying to be transparent with them. So this is everything that we presented. Please come by and look. Todd showed up with Max Hayes, one of the PIs, and we're like, Todd, we have no problem talking to you, but we're not going to have your PI in there. He said, why am I talking to you? And left. Then Miss Andrecki supposed to show was she was supposed had to a headache that day. Had a headache. T too busy to talk about it. I mean, we even presented to the grand jury that their biggest question was blood spatter. Why is there not tons of blood spatter in the bathroom? And I don't know if y'all seen this video. We showed them a video of a gentleman committing suicide in an interrogation room with the exact same type of weapon, and there is no blood spatter. We showed a suicide video to the grand jury to try to explain the blood spatter and lack of. And this gentleman sits in a chair in an interrogation room, pulls out the same gun, puts it to his head, there's none, it's just, it's just drippage. It's not like a blowout like everybody thinks. So after they saw that in the grand jury, it made more sense to me. Gypsy Ward used a video that no court in the country would allow because it wasn't what happened to Christian. The fact that she still thinks it's okay is baffling, just baffling.
Daily Harvest is a proud sponsor of Without Warning Podcast. The fall season is upon us, and what does that mean? More company. And how do I handle feeding so many people, sometimes up to 20 overnight guests staying at my house? Daily Harvest. Daily Harvest makes it easier for me to feed my guests fruits and vegetables with thoroughly sourced chef-created foods that can be prepared in less than five minutes. Daily Harvest offers a box with 65 different options like ready-to-blend smoothies, hearty soups, and savory harvest bowls. Everything stays fresh in the freezer and it's ready to eat. This is a lifesaver for me. I am not a great cook, but Daily Harvest makes me look like I'm a good cook. Each Daily Harvest cups takes one step to prepare with room for customization. All I do is add almond milk to a smoothie and blend or heat a harvest bowl and top it off with avocado. All Daily Harvest ingredients are source and selected maximum nourishment and peak season flavor. Daily Harvest is the quickest and most convenient way to eat delicious and nutritious meals or snacks, whether you're at your desk or on the go or study hall or you're a guest at my house. Go to dailyharvest.com and enter promo code WOW to get $25 off your first box. That's promo code WOW for $25 off your first box at dailyharvest.com, dailyharvest.com. The way his body curled up, his fingers still on the trigger, kind of like the autopsy pictures, you know. But that's something y'all can think about. And hey, if you find something with a new set of eyes, or they provide something, and, and y'all go in and indict him, that's the one. We'll have a party with you. So be it. You're not going to hurt our feelings at all. But without a doubt, y'all y'all are closed, done. Period. We're done. I talked to Stan on the well here. If I can show you the text. Any of these people were to make a request, like a FOIA request, y'all would provide it, period. I mean I mean obviously they gotta pay for the copies, I get all that. But my question is like there would be none of this, we're not gonna turn over and be Unless a closed it would turn investigation. Over active investigation well, still, correct. We're not gonna give them anything. If with it closed, if they wanna take it and re look in it. No, no, no. No, I'm saying like if a, if a person made a freedom of information request you know, I mean, if it's open, we obviously don't turn them over. But since it's closed, well, I'll let that stand there because I okay. would hope we send the whole file over here and we don't have it to give out. <laughs> you know, I mean, if it's open, we obviously don't turn them over. But since it's closed, now that we have the timeline, we know Cassie had the wheels in motion to release the file in place prior to this meeting. Yes, but yes, we've already had to do that once. Okay. They, the Andrachio has done that, and we gave them everything. That's why you'll you'll, okay. you'll see numbers, like how many pages it was on the outside. Okay. But I think you told me today that Marvin's already got another one. Well, that's my understanding, but I don't know that. I didn't talk to him personally. Um, and if they want this to be... The problem is I can't reinvestigate it. I mean, I, you know, it's no, got to come from... But that's what I'm saying. They yeah. would need to make that request to y'all, bring yeah. us the case file back. Yes. Y'all would have to request it for my office. You've been doing this longer than me. Have y'all ever had a local agency take a case back? Because that is one of the questions when they first called me that I said, I don't really know at this point the procedure. If As a, an assistant DA, my boss, the DA, said I had a conflict. There are some conflicts that would be mine and some would, that would be just his. 
And even at my time at the AG's office, I don't ever know of a time of somebody coming along going, okay, we don't have a conflict anymore, send yeah. it back. Yeah. Do you know if y'all had that? Yeah, we've had it several times. And, you, and y'all just boxed it up and sent it back boxed. and said? They sent a letter and request. Okay. That they had had, we've had it on rape cases, sexual assault cases. Mm -hmm. They would, you know, time would go by, we would have either presented it, no, it was no build, or it was closed, unfounded, but then later on, new evidence would surface. Either a new DA or a new sheriff or whatever mm -hmm. would want the case back. And you always new chief, they would request it and we'd send it back. Okay. There's no hard feelings, you know. Well, yeah, no, I was just curious. Yeah. I mean, and obviously, I mean, they're not necessarily who requested y'all get involved. Bilbo is, but I just didn't yeah. know, you know, because sometimes y'all get in after it's indicted and there's actually an order appointing right. the AG as a special prosecutor. Right. But when they're not indicted, y'all have the same authority that we have so there's not an order like that that right. puts out what the conflict is so chief what are your thoughts i feel sorry for him an admission of the poor investigation but no one in this meeting is doing the right thing and blowing the whistle shameful there's no doubt that it was botched from the beginning i think like you said we all agree on that but Based on what I know of the Andrea Fields, when this group from Texas investigation leads to nothing except a big deal, they're going to go somewhere else and get another one and another one, and they're going to keep on scratching and scratching. Had Benny DeBose done his job, the Andreacchios wouldn't have had to spend their own money and savings to find out what happened to Christian. I bet it really irritates Benny DeBose, Jay Arrington, the rest of that crew that people have come in pro bono to help him out because of the outrageous investigation and abuse this family has put up with. And they're not going to get what they want in the end. Not unless they get Dylan and Whitley to step forward and say, yeah, we shot. And that ain't well, the thing about the Andrakios, they want a murder charge or nothing, and that's not going to happen. They're using this, the media, social media, anything they can to try to embarrass us into doing something. They've already said they wouldn't accept anything other than a murder charge. I guess my question is, what is the statute of limitations on the couple? I mean, what is that? On the manslaughter? The negligence. Is there a... I don't think I there the is one, but I would have to go back and double check. But, I mean, at some point, if they come we're, forward we're, we're going to be asked. If like, they come forward with new, new information, we'll look at it. But we are not going to say we're going to reopen it just to pass it And you're not going to reopen it and assign somebody to go start digging down another route. That is correct. they got to bring something new. Or either we'll find something new. We're not going to go out. And you said new set of eyes. And we tell everybody in the department just about Right, and, I, and I don't disagree with that. I guess the way that I feel, and I'm kind of like Tony, I have said all along, and, and probably because he's one of the folks that trained me is how I got this mindset, you know, we're not going to try the case in the media. I'm not going to get out there and say yes or no. But there is going to come a time that there's going to be a question to say, you know. Cassie Coleman spent her campaign talking about this case in the media and slamming Ray Andriacchio on the radio and in newspapers. Are you going to represent? Are you going to look at it? And, and I don't want to speak on your behalf without talking to you, but I feel like that that is the answer right now, is that the standard across the country is it was presented to a grand jury. It was no tree build. 
And regardless of whether that had been Bilbo that presented it or the AG's office that presented it, unless there is either new information, newly discovered, or there's some reason to believe that it wasn't all presented, which I don't have any hesitations that they presented something different than what they said, then it's not correct for us to represent it. I don't have the resources to reopen it. Y'all have certainly expended multiple resources, but I don't want to say that and then your department say, well, if she'd have asked, we'd have looked into it again. <laughs> and because I wasn't here for that original meeting, I didn't know if they were just generally complaining or asking that it be reopened or... But I don't feel like if new evidence come forward that our officers should have done it. Well, they didn't offer anything. They didn't offer anything? That's not the Andriacchio's job. The Andriacchio's have gone above and beyond what any victim's family needs to. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like if they come to us, somebody said that we have. Yeah, I talked to Dylan on the phone and he said he did it. Right. I mean, I don't don't believe that y'all would do that, but I just. No. But as far as what we, we, there's nothing else we can send to a grand jury that we haven't already given. Did anybody present it to the grand jury? No. Okay, just that one time. Just that one time. Okay. But, but we, their, their case was presented. Yes, we presented us. everything they had in their oh, case okay. to that grand jury. Chief, from my understanding, when NBI had it, it was kind of like you said earlier, there became conflict between that agent and then Andrakios, and it was. During that time, I think that by, you know Bratu gets back and he's looking at it, and so there's some follow up with him. And then Jay, I don't. I, you're saying it was kind of a breakdown between Bratu and the. Bratu told him what he believed. They didn't like what he believed. And then Jay gets into yeah. it, but but I think that NBI had already turned in their report. Oh yeah. But then you know Bratu was looking at multiple cold cases, and that one was just one of them. And so they requested that the family requested that it not be presented until some of those things could be looked into, including, I think, the Knox group that they hired. So anyone believe for a minute that the Andriacchios are dictating anything on what is or what isn't presented to the grand jury? I'd be very interested if you're willing to share too those emails because yeah. I do think that they were reaching out. You know, they would they might would reach out to Bratu and he would say, well, the DA's office said this, and then they may reach out to Bilbo and he would say something else. And I don't think that Bilbo kept up with Did, any of that. Did she ever interview Willie? Um, no, she had an attorney. She had Stewart. Okay. Stewart. NBI did. NBI did. NBI interviewed both Dylan and Whitley, right? Correct. They had those questions in the report. There's a report. Oh, and that's the other thing. You and I were talking on Thursday, and you said that you recorded all of the follow-up interviews and stuff, like with Wilburn, that you did once you took it over. But they don't have copies of any videos. If the case was closed and Cassie Coleman and this group of collaborators have said they aren't reopening it, why would she need all the copies of emails and videos? We do know that Frankie Wagner has set in motion the release of the case file through FOIA. Would Cassie have held on to the information the police department has if it isn't favorable to her spin?
I'll look and see if I got some recordings. I think everything I have is in that case file. But I did interview Wilburn D. Thompson about what, who made the gun safe. And I think you talked to the coroner and maybe ambulance, but it did just- Did one of them say they did? Hmm? Did either one of them? No. Okay. It was documented, like you wrote it out. But right. part, I don't know if it's like audio or video. We don't have any audio or video of that. None of them cleared the gun. They don't remember. They couldn't remember clearing the gun. Are we supposed to be meeting with them again or something? Now, like I said, what prompted me to call you was when I went back and listened to that tape oh, and he okay. said, I didn't, she shouldn't have said that we brought new evidence to you. We took new evidence to Devos and Arrington. And it was kind of like bells went off in my head that I guess I was so concerned with her sending an email to the AG's office saying we brought her new evidence that when he finally said, no, we didn't bring it to you, I think I just was like, okay, good. We're on the same page. Go ahead. Stop and rewind that. I don't need to say anything about Cassie Coleman's statement. What to do with the evidence we got back there? Give it to them, give it to the Indracios. Come to some type of final decision on what's going to happen to you. All right, the things that say active are the things that are in evidence. Yes. And the things that say inactive, you had it, but it's now somewhere else. Yes. Okay. Cassie, no. Any questions of me? Listen to the chief of police and his next statements. Listen to what he is saying about the case and the contradictions. The only word that comes to mind is disgust. I mean, you know, looking at the case, when she first called me and I got the case, I read the case and looked at it, man, this is screwed up big time. A lot of contradictions and, and stuff in there. You know, quickly saying that she was hugging him or somebody saying that Whitley was hugging him and I think it was Gilman said saying and saying leave him alone, leave him and she didn't have a drop of blood on her. Yeah, it didn't make a lot of sense. Slept through the gunshot? Yeah, I slept through the gunshot in, a, in an apartment. But he comes in and just wakes her up? It's hard to undo a bill that's wrong. Yeah. That's the problem. Absolutely. Well, I can't think of nobody that hadn't had the case. Except the feds, had they played with it any? I, I think she's made a request to them. Percy, but Percy sent a request at the time to, uh, at the time the U.S. Attorney was Greg Davis, emails in here where he sent it, you know, asked him to look into it. Did they respond? I don't think he ever tested. Nobody from the U.S. Attorney's Office contacted us about it. I've never, I mean, I, I, she indicated in the letter that she sent me that she had reached out to Mike Hurst, but I, they've never requested anything from me, and same, they've never requested anything from you all. But. Let me give you a clue on what conflict of interest is. Your husband calling businesses talking about the Andriacchios. Your husband trying to make a media deal with Whitley and you, his wife, Cassie Coleman, not under Bilbo, but under your administration. My church, you probably never come back to Marie. <laughs> well, but I mean, that goes back to, I mean, you say what you want to about Bilbo or Meridian or whatever their doubts may be, small town, I get it. But you can't, I don't think, allege that that goes all the way up to the AG's office or that if it did, that Mike Hurst would turn down an opportunity to, you know, 
blow corruption statewide. I mean, I just, I don't know enough about it. And quite frankly, still am not real clear exactly what the conflicts with everybody may or may not have been and how many of those are going to be mine just because they were Bilbo's and I worked in the room. But. 3652, untrue. And why? Why would a DA go to Florida alone to meet with Knox? Again, I just didn't want... What's that? You didn't have anything to do with this, but this is Bilbo all the way. Well, again, my recollection is we got the file from NBI, which included, of course, what Meridian had done up until the point that they had it. And it was at that point that the Androcchios began asking you know, hold off, hold off. I think they tried to get copies of the files. So I remember seeing the text message, seeing some of the reports, but then, you know, they obviously did a lot of follow-up even afterwards. And I think, I don't know whether the Androgios provided to y'all or if y'all went out and saw all the other Mm. PIs that they had hired. I do know that Bilbo went down there and met with somebody in Florida, but I mean, I have no idea. You know, other than Bilbo came back and said they couldn't say definitively it was not a suicide, they could show the things. And I don't think anybody whatsoever has any doubts that they moved the body. I mean, there's no doubt about that. It's just whether or not there was more to it than that. But yeah, so none of that, Bilbo handled all of that directly. And then from the time they took it over, he boxed up everything that we had. I mean, we didn't even have a paper file and send it. <laughs> Which I'm sure that they're willing to return the favor right now and box up their file and bring it back. But Like today. <laughs> we all we can do. Like I said, unless something else comes new, I mean, we presented everything we've had. Listening to this tape was mind-blowing and eye-opening all at the same time. Remember, we know that this tape was altered. I don't know the outcome as I'm taping this, if Cassie Coleman or Michael Grace won. Whatever happened in the election doesn't change the facts that the administration, the police department, the attorney general's office, and the district attorney's office all collaborated in a meeting to get on the same page, not for the benefit of finding the truth, but for covering up their own actions. My hope is the silent majority stood up and voted. Christian's family gives their full permission for any and all details to be shared and hope that the truth will come out. If you know anything at all, call 1-888-599-0008 or email tips at SheilaWysocki.com. Without warning, executive director, executive producer, and host, Sheila Wysocki. Mix and mastering by resonant recording and announcer, Tim Evans. I will continue the conversation with bonus episodes on my Patreon page without warning. Please go to withoutwarningpodcast.com and buy a t-shirt and show your support to Christian Andriacchio.